All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with consistency. Um, <laughs> welcome back to the second episode in a um uh in a week. In a week. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been a month this year. It's crazy. So, anyways, um, yeah, welcome back to the Microphone Club. Uh, my name's Nick. That's Malachi. Uh, yep. This is a podcast where we talk about hip hop and music that we like and shit. So yeah. Um, today we got a pretty, pretty good um pretty episode. Eventful. Lined up yeah. for you. There's been a lot of stuff, a lot of news, and um, just some stuff we want to talk about. So, uh, so we're gonna get the news out of the way first. That's usually how we structure these. Um, just talk about the news, get that over with. But the biggest thing this mm-hmm. week was the Grammy nominations, obviously. Yeah. Um, some stuff, you know, some drama went down with um, <laughs> um, my boy The Weekend, my boy Abel. You know, we go way back. He's from Canada. We're from Canada. Kinda ends there. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's there was some um, drama there. Uh, Malachi's dog, you know, popping off. You know what it is. You know what it be. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Anyway, what was I gonna say? Uh. So yeah, the weekend did not get any Grammy nominations at all, and he had the one of the best selling albums this year, and I think the best selling single this year, Blinding Lights. It's still in the top ten yeah. of the Billboard, and no recognition of the Grammys. Personally, zero nominations. Personally, I think the Grammys are whack as fuck. Um, I think they're stupid. Yeah. And the problem is, Grammys add prestige to to yourself as an artist. But realistically, as as Kanye showed, um, you know, piss on a Grammy, bro. Who gives a fuck? But yeah, so yeah, the what they're saying is, uh, the weekend declined to perform at the Grammys because he was gonna perform the Super Bowl. The Grammys were like, <laughs> "Hey, yo, fuck you." And they just didn't. But I think, I think at some at some point, like I think it's also like a uh, the Grammys look at it from like a business sort of mindset, which is why they they didn't because like the weekend wasn't gonna perform it for them, and he, he and because he wants to perform a Super Bowl set where he's probably gonna make more money, I would assume. It's all like with with just how like you know, um, you know, popular Super Bowl is, and um, also like the lack of money they were able to make because. People couldn't tour this year, and it was you know it was a hard it was a rough year for artists to be honest. Mm-hmm. Even though we got some great music, it's Especially just been a very artists. rough year. Yeah, obviously the weekend's huge, and he would have made so much money if he got to tour this year after dropping an amazing album. Yeah. So, but um, I think that's what it comes down to. I guess you know there's a lot of there is a lot of money involved too. It shouldn't be as I mean it's always going to be like at the forefront of. Um, uh, like award shows and stuff like that, it's gonna be at the forefront of their mind. But at the end of the day, we should also still get to recognize when um, the art is actually good. And the fact that yeah, zero nominations is just to me just mind blowing. Yeah, I also um, think that the Grammys, as we've seen many times, um, is you can tell what type of people are gonna win. Um, and it's also the nominations and the awards seem to be um, pretty biased. And when you're talking about the Grammys, it shouldn't be biased at all. It should just be based on who's the best, um, not based on opinion. Um, based, I mean, obviously, it's kind of based on opinion, but we're looking at, like, the general opinion. And yeah. everyone believes The Weeknd um, put out one of the best albums of the year, um, the the best-selling single of, of the year. Um, so, yeah, so kind of stupid. But anyways, uh, since the Grammy nominations are out, well, me and Malachi decided mm-hmm. we're going to do our own little like awards kind of kind of show with the grammys and all like the rap categories that we know because i'm not trying to um like i don't i haven't listened to taylor swift's album 
or Ariana Grande's <laughs> album, so I don't. I, don't I did listen to Ariana Grande, so it was actually very, very good. I heard it was very good as well, but I just, you know, I didn't. Yeah. I haven't gotten around to it. But anyway, um, yeah, Malachi. So get to those nominations. Get to those categories, and we'll give our predictions. Talk about talk about the talk about nominations themselves, what we know about them, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So this will be for obviously the music that we've that we're more familiar with. And probably listen to. Um, we start with um, best rap album. I can pull that up here. Best rap album. So we had uh, Black Hab- Black Habits by uh, D Smoke, mm-hmm. uh, Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist, uh, A Written Testimony by Jay Electronica, uh, King's Disease by by uh, Nas, and The Allegory by Royce the Five Nine. Um, I personally, I would love to see Freddie Gibbs win that, um, for a lot of reasons. I mean, I actually listen to album. It's a great album. Um, I think The Alchemist would start to get some recognition because he's an amazing producer that I think deserves more recognition from, uh, a more mainstream standpoint, I, I believe, because he's, he's phenomenal. Um, I, I think, I feel like, uh, Nas would win this though, just because, I mean, he has, he's had like 14 or something nominations and hasn't won. Thing. It'd be kind of crazy if he was off this album instead of like Illmatic and all the all the other yeah. great albums he's put out. Um, personally, I've only I haven't I haven't listened to Freddie Gibbs Freddie Gibbs album yet. Um, I'm gonna get around to it because everyone says it's really good. I did listen to Nas's album like when it came out. Um, I thought it was all right. Um, Nas is always gonna do his thing. Like I don't expect anything terrible from him ever. So it's pretty good. Uh, Royce to Five Nine. Um, I haven't heard much of his music. But um, I've listened to some of the features that he's had. Uh, yeah, Jay Electrona. I, I I like his style. He's pretty good. But I I think I really do think Freddie Gibbs could take this. I mean, that album sounds like it has like the most um um what's it notoriety and recognition. Um, yeah. Um. I'm pretty sure it did o- it did okay in sales too. It did pretty well. I think it was like thirty something first week, thirty something, which yeah, for an album like that is is pretty good decent i guess i've also um, it'll be it, interesting i think it aged pretty well right like as it went yeah. on i think like more people listen to it because it's like a lot of the mainstream um um rap fans or hip-hop fans haven't really li- haven't really listened to it but then when mm-hmm. you see like instagram pages talking about and all that stuff you know it makes you want to listen to um that kind of album but yeah i, I could definitely see freddie gibbs taking it personally yeah and i think it's, it's interesting too because you go back to like summer when him and academics going back and forth over numbers and stuff, and I think it's interesting to see you know him getting a Grammy nomination after getting crowned for being irrelevant by academics. But and if he wins, it'll just be even okay, funnier. Yeah. Academics is a fucking clown, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we we we've established that already. Yeah. What else we got? So we have uh, best best uh, rap song. So we have the bigger picture by Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. The Box by Roddy Rich, Laugh mm-hmm. Now Cry Later by uh, Drake featuring Lil Durk, mm-hmm. uh, Rockstar by DaBaby featuring Roddy Rich, and Savage by Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce. I think this was was this the remix? I think this was the, the remix. Yeah. Um. Version. Okay, I think the bigger picture should win, um, mm-hmm. just because of its uh, influence and what it's what the song entails. The impact. But, the impact. Yeah, the impact, and also. I think Savage is going to win. I could definitely see Savage um, winning. I would actually love to see Roddy Roddy Rich win this award 
because I think honestly he deserves it. He kind of you know started off twenty twenty with a with a bang. To be, to be real, like with, really within like, just, I think he's been very impactful for twenty twenty mm-hmm. out of out of like uh, up and coming artists. Um, I would love to see him win that. I just think it would you know be good for him to see someone you know, young and really. I think well, in the next few years he's gonna be very relevant in uh in in hip hop and sort of be more of an influence to the the next generation after him. Yeah, for sure. But I I do see Savage winning this. Yeah, I think Savage is gonna win too. I think yeah, I feel like Savage would win this. Even uh, though I mean, Laugh Now Cry Later was a great song too. But I don't see it winning this. The thing is, you can never count out Drake. Like it's Drake, right? <laughs> you never really know. That too. But I definitely could see uh Savage winning this just. Megan Thee Stallion and uh, uh, who was it again? I, I uh, Beyonce. It was, yeah. it was the Savage remix, so it was yeah. and Beyonce. Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce. Um, I could definitely see that winning. Um, but yeah, um, the box was one of my favorite songs this year. Uh, I really, <laughs> I really thought it was good. Bigger picture, I think it's amazing. I just don't see it winning. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Rockstar is also a good song. I'm not, I'm not the biggest baby fan, but it, yeah, everyone's, everyone's heard these songs. Because, you know, it's nominated for Best Song. But I, I do yeah. think Savage is going to win. Yeah. So now next up we have Best uh, Melodic Rap Performance. So again, we have Rockstar by DaBaby and uh, Roddy Rich. Mm-hmm. Again, Laugh Now, Cry Later by Jake featuring Will Dirk. Uh, then we have Lockdown by Anderson Pack. And then again, The Box with uh, uh, Roddy <laughs> Rich. But then we have Highest in the Room by Travis Scott. So, so yeah. Highest in the Room came out in October 2019. And we are in November 2020. <laughs> I don't know, but okay. Um, but I could I could see Rockstar taking this one. If they're not going to get Best Song, I feel like Roddy Rich is going to get this one. Whether it be Rockstar or The Box. The Anderson Pack song I haven't I haven't heard. I don't I think it, it's it, on that. I liked it. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a good song. It's nothing crazy though. I don't see it winning, but it's a good song though. Laugh Now Cry Later also very good. Um the only reason I don't see Travis Scott winning is because the song came out so long ago. Yeah, I wish the like I don't like we were just talking about this. Like the Grammys should um, make the window a full. I don't know why. Maybe there's a reason why they do it like that, but wouldn't it make sense to do the full year as as the window, and then the song came nominated. out over twelve months ago. Like yeah, I don't know how it's nominated, <laughs> but yeah, highest yeah. in the room is one of my um one of my most listened to Spotify songs, but. I don't see it winning just because it. First of all, it came out so long, and um, it, it it didn't sell as well as things like the box or laugh now cry later, or um, uh, but Rockstar. Um, I think you can count on Anderson Pack in this one. Uh, um, no offense to him, but I just don't see him beating like a Travis Scott or a Roddy Rich or a Drake. But yeah, I think I'll I'll give this one to one of the Roddy Rich songs. I'll just pick Rockstar. Sure. I'll, I'll go with the box. I'll go with the box. Yeah. So now we have uh, best rap performance. This one's interesting to me. Um, so we have Deep Reverence by Big Sean featuring Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. We have Bop by DaBaby. What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow. Uh, the Bigger Picture by uh, Lil Baby. And uh, Savage by Megan Stallion and Beyonce. And then Dior by Pop Smoke. Okay, Pop Smoke's not um, gonna win. <laughs> well, best rap performance. Be, this one's interesting because I think this is more of a toss-up than um when they than say the performance, other what do they mean? So performance, um, that has to do with, um, because well, I'm pretty sure these songs all have like some um 
like a media sort of attached to it, like it, whether it be a video or um, some sort of like visual attached to it. And then the performance is like, like uh, has to, it also has to do some, like the time when the song came out, like it's, it's hard to explain what, what performance really means, but that has, that's mainly what it has to do with like um, singles. Usually, usually they're like singles and they do, okay. and they're referencing like performance. Um, fuck it, I'll go with, uh, um, what, is Roddy Rich in this one too, or no? No, he is not. Okay, um, fuck it, I'll, I'll take, uh, Big Sean and Nipsey. I think, I mean, it's, it's nice to see them getting, uh, nominated there, but, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I wanna, I, w I want, I think Lil Baby might win this one. The bigger picture? But for is best it? rapper, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, it's nominated. Oh yeah, no, 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 never I mind, this... never mind, I changed mine. Lil Baby's a... They're gonna give him one think, of them. They're gonna give him one of them. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, obviously, he didn't get nominated for best rap album. Which but weird. And I think I the impact, the impact for this from this single with, um, you know, he released a song during like you know, with the the out the the crisis that would happen in Minnesota, and yep. everything that, ha that happened in. And just I what, think he, the, what he kind of talked about, like he like laid it out, like from his perspective. Yeah. And like the reasons this happens. And what he says and why he says it, I thought that was important to the impact yeah. on the hip hop universe as well as just the world itself. Um, just what he said, which um, yeah, we talked about we talked about in another episode. But yeah, yeah, I think I think the impact should, is great. That's a Grammy. That's a Grammy worthy song. I think one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But it is it is a bit hard to explain what best performance is, but that's basically like the gist of it. But. I'm surprised Pop Smoke was nominated. Dior is a pretty old song. If I'm being like how old? Like, uh, actually, it would have been in the window, but it's relatively old. It came out like well before um, it was on his first mixtape. On his first mixtape? Yeah, Meet the Woo one. I okay. think it's on there. It's on all his albums. They just put it. They just stick it on there. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't see Pop Smoke winning. Um, but yeah, I could definitely see Lil Baby taking that one home for sure. Well, that's all for like the rap categories, I believe. Um, yeah, we have we covered best rap song, best melodic rap performance, best rap performance. That's all for rap. Um, R and B. I mean, I haven't really listened to these albums, um, but a shout out to these artists. I mean, they're they're great artists. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, all right. So. Um... Discussing the Grammys, um, um, I was going through TikTok, and one of the questions that I've seen is, oh, just just before this, um, put in the comments or just let us know who you think is going to win in the categories we discussed. Um, I'm curious. Mm -hmm. I feel like your opinions wouldn't be much different from, from ours. Um, but yeah, yeah, let us know. Um, but yeah, I, I saw on TikTok, it was like, at what point did you realize the Grammys was a sham? Um, I think I think the main one people use is uh, Macklemore beating out Kendrick. Which made no sense, and then that was I think twenty thirteen. That was for Good Kid, Mad City, right? I think that was okay. So because I don't know when Good Kid, Mad City it dropped twenty twelve. I don't know if so, but I'm pretty sure it was twenty thirteen Grammys. Yeah, but, and then yeah. I remember Macklemore texting Kendrick and was like, "Bro, I should not have won that album. Yours is way better than mine," which just says a lot. But any anyway, yeah. also the the other big time is when somehow Cardi B beat Mac Miller, <laughs> Travis Scott, and Pusha T. For best album and uh, Nipsey Hustle and yeah, Nipsey Hustle. That shit makes zero sense. Yeah. Right when I saw it, I was like, okay. You could argue all those albums except for Cardi B's. Personally, yeah. I think Astro World 
just just how it aged. I mean, obviously you don't know how it aged back then, but just the content <laughs> is like I don't know. And Pusha T is one. Pusha T's Daytona is one of like the most um talked about albums even today, just for what mm-hmm. um kind of impact it had on the world on the hip hop universe at the time. But yeah, the Grammys are fucking whack. Um, just to sum this segment up, they're they're they're, they're pretty bullshit. Obviously, if you win one, it means a lot as an artist, cause like you know when you're becoming an artist, Grammy, winning a Grammy is like the pinnacle like award. But I think people are starting to realize that it's a sham, just like the weekend tweeted. Yeah. Um, there, it's it's pretty uh, um, um, slimy. But yeah. Um, and, I, and I think uh, the weekend sort of you know stepping up and saying that, like he obviously like he deserved to win a grant. Like at least he he didn't even deserve to win. Like, I, like no, let bro, alone he, win. He, he deserved got, a nomination. He, he could have got one. Like, let alone let, like yeah. He one hundred percent. Even if he didn't win any, he deserved at least one nomination. That that's like what bothers me the most. The I weekend think. the weekend could have got best album, not even rap album, just yeah. best album of the year. But the, he didn't even get yeah. like. He's not really a rapper. He didn't even get, R- he didn't get the yeah. R&B. Yeah, like he's, he's not really a rapper, but like y'all, you know what I mean. It's it's kind of, kind of, kind of stupid. Uh, anyway, um, one thing we wanted to um uh talk about um was so yesterday a bunch of new music released. Uh, so I don't really listen to it all because Lil Wayne dropped another mixtape, and honestly, bro, I swear Lil Wayne drops every six months something, <laughs> and at some point I'm like Lil Wayne, bro. You're you're a legend, but man, I don't. You don't need to keep dropping every six months, my G. Um, but I I didn't get around to it yet. If I'm being honest with you, the only thing I listened to was the Juicy J album, and I'm sorry, Juicy J, bro. You're you're usually good. That album was not very good. I found it very boring and stale. Um, you, you know I'm a big um Logic fan. Logic both both of Logic's features were kind of just there. He had a song with Two Chains and Lil Baby. Even that song wasn't good. Uh, but yeah. That one wasn't as like terrible. It was just kind of boring. It was it was mid, mid as they say. What do you think it'll grow on you? No, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna listen to it again. <laughs> I'm right, not gonna right. listen to it again. That's but good. yeah, I just, that's just my thoughts on the Juicy J album. Um, j- um, another another huge thing in the news is um the boy Playboy Cardi is uh, making waves again for his album A Whole mm-hmm. Lot of Red, which um yeah. <laughs> he, he had a I mean, feature. We saw it on he Twitter. A, yeah, he um, had a feature that came out with um on the new um on the Lil Boat Three Deluxe, um with him a uh, little little Yachty and feature which I also didn't listen to um, bro music dropping at twelve a.m. is dumb because I'm tired bro like I'm not trying to sit through an album, um but yeah um maybe Playboy Cardi would drop an album that album has had so much hype around it I think it's literally impossible for anybody to live up to that kind of hype, um but yeah I agree. I mean, the only last person to do it, like to live up to that kind of hype, was Travis Scott. But um, I don't think, I mean, just personally, I don't think Playboy Cardi will live up to the same hype. I, he's just not the same type of artist. No. I don't think he's capable of doing that, to be honest. But. Um, I mean, like. <laughs> it'll, be inter- it'll be interesting to yeah. see what he does with the album. I also don't like Playboy Cardi's style. I'm not going to fucking. I'm not. I know I've gone on saying that like he's ass. Um, I just don't. I don't. I don't like his style at all. It doesn't. It doesn't suit me. I don't. I. W- I wouldn't listen on my own time. Um, but yeah. I think. I think um, he makes more like for me personally, like definitely a better um, feature artist as opposed yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. Whole, I can agree with that. Whole track of his. Like, yeah, I, can, um, I can agree with that for sure. Yeah. 
He, he, he just suits features more than he does like on a, on a, on a full track of him. Uh, the, the problem with that is, I can agree with that, because I don't want to hear him for a whole song. Yeah, that's kind of how that's kind of how I feel. Like I I, I get I kind of uh, bored or um just like tired of like him doing the same. But like it kind of works on features sometimes. Yeah, on features so it, he can handle depends. his own. We saw that on Earthquake, yeah. especially. Yeah, like that was like, like perfect Playboy Cardi for me. I don't know why I really mm-hmm. I really liked his feature on Earthquake. But yeah, um, there honestly when we do the podcast from week to week, um, there's not really gonna be much um much like big news uh coming out. Uh, but like when we like don't do it for a month, obviously there's fucking a month worth of news. But now it's been a week. Yeah. Um. Aside from that, there hasn't been really anything big. But um, there's just some other discuss we wanted to um talk about. Um, Malachi, I'll, I'll let you discuss this first. So we wanted to talk about how how artists can shape you or like music can shape you as a person mm-hmm. from um what you listen from what your parents play in the in the in the car while you while you're driving places before you like listen to stuff. Um, what your parents play in the house before you like you know. Uh, venture out playing your own stuff uh because growing yeah. up uh my parents always um were into like hip-hop and rap like 90s 80s hip-hop that was always playing in the house house music and things like that so i'm just curious as to like how um like the mu- the music your parents shaped you um how you got mm-hmm. into the artists you listen to now and how they have helped you as you grow up well i mean i also like were you a big part to like my music taste sort of like you you put me on to logic back in like 20 2018 it was yeah something 2018 like that. and that and that 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 sort of you know shaped definitely what i was to I mean, obviously it's changed a lot mm-hmm. but um shaped i mean definitely, one artist leads that, to that, another right yeah that's where i started my hip-hop interest way back yep. in 2018 and because you put me on but when i was uh, like a way younger uh, my dad would play a lot of prince mm-hmm. he loved prince um obviously michael jackson loved michael jackson um, there was a bunch of few other old scores that I never really like. Um, became familiar with myself, but they was it was always playing. I think Buster Rhymes was was one mm-hmm. for sure. Buster Rhymes for sure. Um, a lot of a lot of reggae music as well. It's kind of what I grew up on. Yeah. Um, a lot of Bob Marley. It's and like, of, you know, do you ever, do you ever find yourself me. like vibing to those songs now? Because I think. Um, not uh, not really, but like when it but it's just more of a nostalgic feeling. Like whenever yeah. whenever whenever I go back to that, it's you know it's like comforting because like, yeah. you know I, that's, that's what that's I what, that's what nostalgia does, music. right? Um, that's, yeah, that's what it's based on. But I think um one thing I also wanted to add is I feel like when you grow up with music in the household, it can kind of shape like like how you act and your mannerisms as that kind of thing as well. I think also mm-hmm. um, what you listen to back then can influence what you listen to today. Um, because my parents always had you know. Uh, um, Biggie was playing, uh, Mary J. Blige, um, all, all the popular artists from back then. Um, Outkast was always on, Three Stacks, obviously. Uh, Big Boy, all those guys were always playing. Um, we also had, like, you know, the Akons, the old Kanye West. Um, oh, yeah, Akon. Okay. Yeah. Akon was someone I used to bump a lot back then. Um, K- um, Kanye West, Akon, Kid Cudi, uh, mm-hmm. all those guys. Um, one one I'm forgetting. Chris Brown was even playing back then, like all like a bunch mm-hmm. of people like that. Um, I used to love Maroon Five. Maroon Five back in middle school, I love Maroon Five. Yeah. Ludacris was always playing too. Ludacris was pretty big. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's um the kind of stuff that um I um um really really what this segment is is just going up on like our musical listening history as as we've yeah. grown up because um so I, I a lot of that old stuff 
which um I never I never really took to it at the time, but now when I like think about it, and like it's like it's really um like I I I realize how um important it was to the kind of music I like now, um because mm-hmm. as I obviously from like um freaking kindergarten to like grade five, um that's kind of a blur what I'm listening to. It's like Minecraft parodies and shit like that. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I was listening to bangers back then. Grade 6, I, grade six, I actually listened to a lot of, like, electronic and, like, dubstep music. Um, I think that shit is cringy now. But, you know, in grade 6, that's what I listened to. Grade 7 was when I really got into hip-hop and rap. Um, um, I think for a lot of a lot of people, uh, what I've noticed is Logic put a few people into hip-hop. From what I've seen. Yeah. But he was the first one I listened to. I was heavy into him. I obviously had Soul Malachi about him. And then back then, I obviously listened to a lot of um, mainstream artists like, you know, the Drakes, um, those guys. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, for me personally, um, I think when we listen, like music is always playing for a lot of different reasons, right? You're walking to school, yeah. you're doing your work, you're walking home, you're just chilling in your house, you're playing video games. Like, music is always playing, I think. And it's important, like, when you're hearing the words and all that stuff, like, it influences how you act, and, like, I think when you when you really listen to what an artist says, and if it's, like, not profound, but, like, it's not, like, trap, um, money bitches, and, like, drugs and shit, and you can actually, It's like, more conscious, you mean. Yeah, yeah, conscious rap kind of thing. It, um, it can really, um, change your views on the world. Um, because, 100%. because the way, um, recently, as I said, I listened to, uh, Kendrick and Cole's entire discography, which I hadn't done before. And I think it really, um, opened my eyes to, I don't, I'm not trying to sound stereotypical, but like, like what, what, what truly, um, Kendrick and Cole, like what they lived, um, mm-hmm. and like I'm not saying I can't like, um, measure with them in any way, but it's really interesting to see like how that can change, give me a deeper look into what it's really like in like the hood or in like a a, a more low income area, I think, and it's yeah. imp- I think it's important for for everybody to realize that um, not everybody is living the life you live. In terms of um, wealthiness and just healthiness. Like, even, like, mental yeah. health and stuff like that. I think it's very important. But, yeah. So, I listened to a lot of Logic. And then, in grade... I, I listened to a lot of Eminem as well. Um, oh, a yeah. ton of Eminem. Up until grade 10. And then, I started listening to Travis. Around grade, grade, grade 10 or 11. When I really, like, picked up into, like, Trap. Um, like, um, all those guys. So, now, um, I'm glad that I listened to both. Because I like having the mix. And now I'm trying to get more into, like, the indie lyrical rap kind of thing. Not more into it, but I just want to expand my taste. Like, um, I want to listen to, like, the Frank Oceans. I want to listen to the Tylers. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. the, the Coles and the Kendricks. Like, I also want to get into, like, more artists that, that you listen to. Like, the like the Earls. Um, like, the Absols. The Anderson Packs. Mm-hmm. Guys like those. Because I feel like they've been having a, a bigger impact and be, being shown in more light lately. Yeah. Much bigger impact that's... Because they're not... I mean, I'm, like, they're considered mainstream artists because mainstream is not about radio play anymore. Because yeah. mainstream is about social media. Like, not, well, not, I won't say social media, but media. Like, mm-hmm. YouTube, uh, Spotify, it's streaming. Like, everything's, like, no one... Like, people don't really listen to the radio like that anymore. Yeah. It's, everything's more, like, streaming services and stuff like that. Everyone's playing their well, own music now. Like, on, on de- yeah. music's on demand now. You're not, you're not playing the radio yeah. because nobody wants to hear songs that they don't want to hear anymore, so... Yeah, and um, like um, a lot of the artists I listen to, um, are very retrospective and give like a different sort of out outlook on the world. Especially Absol, he has, I think, 
uh, Control System, which is an album that basically talks about the government. Like, I don't want to say the government. That's not. It's kind of vague description, but he kind of. If you listen to the album, like a lot of stuff he talked about, kind of like uh, unraveled in today's today society. He talked about a lot of stuff. That, like, he, like way, it's it's way ahead of its time. Is what I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. and um, I think artists being able to be comfortable with showing their emotions on tracks and being able to sort of almost like even if we can't relate to what they're feeling if some when they when they the, the way they pour their emotion into certain tracks we almost like almost like understand what they're feeling without ever actually experiencing it and i think that's like a skill that a lot of artists um not that they lack but a lot of artists um don't have and i think it's underrated like a very underrated skill to be able to do that and and have someone understand what you're going through without ever without them ever having to experience something like that, I can 100 agree with that. I think that also falls into the category of supply and demand in the music mm-hmm. industry too. As we kind of touched on this last week, um, a lot of people want artists to innovate, change their style, do all this stuff, and then when an artist tries to do it, they say, "Oh, that's shit." Like, yeah, um, it's when whenever you try something new, you're not good at it, right? Um. I'm sure this episode of our podcast is better than the first one, and I'm sure the episode, 20 episodes from now will be better than this one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just about improvements. Um, you gotta let your artists grow, um, and do what they want to do if they want to change. Because a lot of artists get trapped into um, going back to how they were. Like we've seen this with Lil Uzi currently. Um, um, like everybody's like, oh, you gotta, you gotta be like you were in 2016, and then like if he tries to recreate that, I guarantee it'll be bad. Because that's just just not who he that's he's not who he was four years ago. His his yeah. he's he's learned so much more. He's gained so much more knowledge. He's grown as an artist. And when you try to recreate that, it's hard. But I think it's also like people say, "Oh, I want old Uzi." Well, go listen to old Uzi. Like it's never gonna go away. He's not gonna it's take right it there. off of, unless right he does. There. But right or oh, I want I want um I want 2017 Uzi. Okay, go listen to 2017 Uzi. It's yeah. still available. Or I want old Tyler like back in like 2010. Okay, go listen. He's his music is still there. Yeah, you have to accept that artists are going to grow and maybe they'll get better, you know, with growth and more knowledge and more experience yeah. comes better music. If you're forcing an artist to live in the past, um, you're first of all, you're going to say their music is going to get stale and get mad at them. And then when they grow, you're going to get mad at them for changing it up and not being as good as what they were. Because yeah. when, when we're forcing artists to become complacent, and not letting them grow when they want to, is 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 I think that's a real problem with with um hip hop today. Um, mm-hmm. People are so critical, and I understand being critical. You know, it's music you're listening to all the time, especially in today. We have we have access to so much different kind of um um assets to make our music better or their music better. And then when an artist puts out something shit, obviously if it's shit, you know, I think you can say it's shit when they've done better things. Um, is, yeah. is my thing. Um, but yeah, if they're trying to change up their style, um, you sometimes you just gotta let them. I think. I, I I think so too, and I think we don't appreciate one thing we don't appreciate enough is when artists have like mo- many albums that are so different from each other. Yeah. You know, I don't think I don't think that gets enough appreciation. And they're good at it, right? Yeah. Like when when they're when, when they're all different and they're all good. Um, that's like I, that does not get appreciated enough. I feel like X did that pretty well. Um, yeah, and then he died, uh, which is unfortunate because. Yeah. Fuck. Um, I'm trying to think, like Travis does it pretty well. I think you can. The, they're they're you can um kind of see how they're similar, 
you can also see how they're very different. Um, which is why mm. I think that's one of the main reasons I got into it because uh, when there's an artist that can fit your mood, I think that's another thing with music is um, we we can use music as an outlet for when we're happy, when we're sad, when we're angry, and when we're like you know when we're when we're amped, when we're on adrenaline, and it um it can elevate that and it can help us through it. All right, so we're back after a little break. Uh, Malachi told off his dog, um, but yeah, I was just saying like um. When we look at these kind of like sad or depressing or like emotional albums from like outside point of views, you can really see how good they are. Like X X's album was sad. I think it's actually just a genuinely good album. Mm-hmm. But I think um, uh, like th- there's one album that uh, it's called "I Don't Like Shit." I'm going to slap that real sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. And like it was so it's such a weird album to listen to because like the the album name is literally called "I Don't Like Shit." I don't go outside. Yeah, and then it's and then it's literally like the the, the album covers is like literally just the words I don't like shit I don't go outside, <laughs> and then on the album that's literally what he was talking about. He just doesn't be, he was like really like depressed for a lot of things like when he was younger he got sent off to a camp, like smoke because he was like misbehaving, and it, like you know he talked about um, he had like a weed problem. Uh, he talked about uh, how he misses his father how he you know. He was having problems with his like relationship problems and and it was like but like but like it was almost like masked by the the good music almost like you sort of talk about all this stuff but like the music sounds good so like it's like, kinda like yeah it's like the the music or like the lyrics versus sound thing yeah um, like some some songs sound great and then you're like wait a minute <laughs> yeah. like like what is this guy talking about but yeah i yeah just overall i think music can shape a shape a person as we grow up that's why we change what we listen to as we as we grow through life um my yeah. music taste is different from what it was five years ago i'm sure yours is too because we see yeah. our palette grows as we as we grow up ourselves um a couple just two more things um before we end the episode um so young thug uh said some stuff <laughs> um today um i believe he said um he doesn't pay attention to andre 3000 or whatever on the on the on the ti podcast um Okay, young thug. Like, Bob, I, I can see the disrespect there. Um, because, yeah. like, first of all, you ain't need to say that, young thug. Um, second of all, people, most people think Andre 3000 is better than you. And, like, Andre 3000, Andre 3000 is, like, goaded in, in the industry. Young thug isn't there yet. And, um, yeah. And well, he's, was, he's up there, but yeah. in terms of. Andre 3000. Andre 3000 is just yeah. like Andre 3000, right? Um, yeah. Andre, um, I was, I was, I was reading the replies to the article, and what, a couple of them were like, first of all, there was a quote saying, "Young Thug," like Andre 3000 was speaking on Young Thug in 2017, and he said, "I really like Young Thug," it, and he was like, Andre 3000 was saying like, "It's cool that he kind of just expresses himself the way he wants," like he messes with that, and then also many, um. Like people that are into hip hop way more than we are and know more about like Andre 3000 say that he's literally never had a bad verse, and which is pretty interesting. I mean, I wouldn't, crazy. Know, I wouldn't know. I haven't listened to all his stuff, but if most if a lot of people are saying it, it's hard to hard to uh, disagree. But yeah, I don't understand why Young Thug is saying this. Um, really just dis- um disrespecting him for no reason. And for me personally, I'm like, like it kind of makes me um change how I perceive. Young Thug as a person, um, not not that much, but I'm like I'm not like talking about how Young Thug has to be this great guy. Like it's fucking Young Thug, bro. 
Um, yeah, but, but I think um, it's like, bro, I don't see the. the yeah. Like, Knockout doesn't need this. <laughs> Nor does Andre Three Thousand. They both don't need this. I'm sure nothing will come of this. Um, but yeah. yeah. In in back in like the summer, it was like summer months. Finn Staples had went on Twitter and um, basically were asking a bunch of questions about music, whatever, and. Uh, he said he's never listened. To, people are asking like what music he grew up listening to, and he said he's um one like he ended up saying how he didn't like he never listened to a Jay Z album. I think when he was younger, I, I could be I, I think I'm uh, paraphrasing it, but so, something along the lines of that. Like he didn't grow up listening to Jay Z. Mm-hmm. He grew up listening to, like other other artists from like because he was he was from L A. and obviously Jay Z is you know a big rapper from New York, and um people were like. like so mad people were upset about that saying oh wow you've never listened to jay-z like this is great and he was like he was getting upset and started trying to troll people at that point but that's just not what he grew up on like it's different like for us um obviously everyone i think drake would be a bad example because of how literally how popular it is across the world but someone along the lines of like i i think the we can be a better example maybe they're like equal because because they're, they're equally big that's true that's true with, with but, toronto like, with like in today's industry um because when you're younger you're really only getting the influence from i guess close around i don't even know how that would work really but but in the music industry today everyone knows everything about everyone so yeah it's hard to be with technology and stuff it's hard to be like only held down to the people that are making music within um where you live um, i think anyway mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know why young thug is saying that and then last thing i want to touch on was how do you think covid has affected the music industry now um answer this in the comments people that are watching or in the replies i'm all kind of curious as to what you think well i mean we've you know we've sort of like touched on this a lot like covid is it's i mean it's been a, it's it's still bad it's not getting any better I mean, yeah. until we get a vaccine or whatever mm-hmm. but um you know it's i think a lot of artists you know, it is a good and bad when it comes to how it's affecting the music industry because, like, like we've said, we got some compared to twenty nineteen, we got some um, phenomenal albums this year, phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, and then, you, but then twenty nineteen was pretty bland for music. You yeah. asked me, so we yeah, really. much I, I think so too. In terms of rap and hip hop, there was like three albums maybe. This yeah, year, I can name but, like ten off off the top of my head. Oh yeah, and but then. And the thing is, but the problem is, um, a lot of artists had to push back release dates. You know, we were expecting, everyone was expecting a Kendrick album <laughs> at some point this year. I don't think we're going to get it this year. Nah. Um, Drake, Drake's album definitely would have, I, I 100% would have dropped this year if it wasn't for COVID. 100%. Drake pushed this thing to January. Um, but yeah, I 100% would have dropped this year if it wasn't for COVID. But I think they're, they're missing out on a lot of money. And it, and it, and it sucks for artists that aren't as big. Because they can't tour and make and make you make know a name for compensate. Yeah. yeah, because I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's also because sometimes small artists open yeah. open for these larger artists, and that's what helps them that, gain, gain a little bit more of a fandom. Like you would have had the the festival that Tyler Creator has, like um, like I think every year, or every other year. Yeah. Um, it was like back in November you had that, and I think when they would take off stage. Oh my god. Yeah, when they take off stage. Uh, I mean. Like not being able to tour and not being able to, you know, um, almost like market uh, smaller artists yep. and put them on, put them on. It 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 affects, um, you know, it affects artists and it's, not, and, yeah, and the money too. Not only that, for some artists, performing is a part of their persona. Like Travis Scott, um, 
performing is one of like his biggest personas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the biggest part of his like how he how he acts and how. He I mean, he, he found a few loopholes this year. I mean, the Fortnite concert. Yeah, I guess and... so. But <laughs> he also does Astro Fest every. Um, he just does Astro Fest where he brings on a lot of artists, which is cool. But yeah, I think COVID has brought us both bad and good in terms of the music industry. We've gotten a lot of music this year because what the fuck else are they gonna do? But yeah, exactly. I, I'm curious as to what you guys think in the comments. But other than that, um, we covered everything. Um, last thing, um, we are going to make an official Microphone Club playlist, um, where you can mm-hmm. see what we're listening to. The artists we like are you should know our taste by now. But yeah. maybe there'll be some artists you haven't heard or songs you haven't heard. So that'll be in yeah. the link, um, in the description of the the podcast. Um, it'll be on Spotify because we both use Spotify. But yeah. Give it a listen if you ever have time. Let us know how you like it in the comments. Yeah, we're going to try to upload it, like, maybe weekly and sort of um, yeah. just mix in artists, yeah, old every artists, episode, new upcoming every artists. Ep- yeah, every episode there will be more songs. So, yeah. Um, enjoy. Um, that'll be in the, in the link in the description. So, yeah. Um, hopefully we'll be back. Uh, we record these Friday nights, so they should be out yeah. every Saturday. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll be back next week if everything goes properly. And thank you all for tuning in. All right, thank you.